0: welcome back to the 6th episode of the kicker's corner podcast. This evening we had on so this isn't his actual nickname, but I'm going to coin the nickname because I think it's sweet and so I'm just going to say the Jamaican Juggernaut Odane Reed from Missouri Baptist University. He's me telling me and us about his story of coming from a whole different country, not even kicking for a year and having some of the most viral kicking clips I've seen on Twitter and Instagram in a very long time so let's get into it welcome everybody to the sixth episode of the kicker's corner podcast tonight we have uh big leg um O'Dan reed here from missouri at baptist university so i guess what i'll start off with is um what were you like? What was kicking like for you in high school?
1: Oh, so um, the funny thing about that is, I was never a kicker in high school. Um, I was a soccer player in high school throughout high school. Um, and even into college, um, I started playing football last October. Oh, wow. That's when yeah, that's when I originally started kicking football. So this October made the year that I started playing football. That's insa- so,
0: that's insane. How'd you get started kicking, man?
1: Uh, it was like it was like after practice one evening. Um, it, but even before that, while I was at a junior college, coaches always recommend to me the soccer coach. He was like, "Man, you could make some money." You know, he's like, "Dude, you could make some money. You need to." start kicking footballs because they saw how I kicked the soccer ball. So they were like, man, you should start kicking footballs. Um, however, that college where I was was St. Louis Community College, and we don't have football there, so I can't really do anything about that. So I went to MOBAB, and then I was playing soccer there as well. And the soccer coach at Mobap said the same thing to me. And what he did was test me one evening after practice because um, football practice right after soccer. So he kind of just called me out right after practice, and we, like, spotted a football in the, in the at the middle of the field. So a 60-yarder, and I kicked it in. The guys were blown away, the football guys.
0: So you just, like, walked up and, like, not even, like, really knowing how to kick and just booted it 60-yarder? Yeah. And That's then
1: awesome. they backed it up because they were confused. So they backed it up to 65. But I, I missed the 65, but it was, like, long enough. So they were, like, so confused. They was like, wait, what? So from there they started telling me come practice, you know, and that's that's where I started doing it more.
0: So did you get recruited to um your community college to play soccer?
1: Yeah, I originally got recruited for soccer and everything.
0: So I was a goalkeeper. Right, all right. So um what did that process where your recruiting process look like?
1: Um, for for soccer, it was pretty um it was difficult at some point, but it wasn't too bad. Because since I was foreign, I'm a foreign athlete, so, like, you know, we have to get our clips out there, our highlight clips and stuff like that so so coaches can see. It. And um, that's kind of how they saw my videos. And, you know, we went from there. And they got me in.
0: So were you born in Jamaica and you moved over here? Or did you live in Jamaica for a yeah. period of time?
1: Yeah, I was born in Jamaica. I grew up in Jamaica. I, I came here in 2018.
0: Okay, is there, did you come over here for college? Yeah, for soccer. Oh, okay. So how did you, con- being from a different country, how did you connect with coaches here in the U.S., just like through Twitter?
1: Well, uh, back then I didn't even have a Twitter, because, I, you know, I didn't know what Twitter is for, as in, like, the effectiveness of getting recruited and stuff like that. So kind of, my, I kind of just use, like, We made highlight reels and we put them on YouTube and we'd like email coaches like, hey, coach, this is this and this is that and kind of attach the link to the YouTube video and stuff. And that's kind of how we went about recruiting process. You know, we didn't know that Twitter was was the main thing for that when I was there. Okay,
0: so did you transfer to Missouri Baptist because of their soccer team or did you transfer like having in mind that they had a football team, too?
1: no I actually tra- i actually um transferred there because of soccer i didn't i never i didn't even had football in the back of my head i mean the coaches recommended it but you know it it never really crossed my mind that that much you know it was never really a big deal to me i wasn't thinking about it because if, if if i kind of thought about it like that then i could have probably tried to transfer to like you know like a bigger a bigger university but i never thought of it like that i just kind of transferred cuz i tried out For their soccer team and you know, and the coach was willing to give me a scholarship and stuff. So I kind of just moved there because of that. But then everything just kind of, you know, took a whole turn.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) did you go like the junior college route hoping to get some
1: film and then go up to a bigger school, or is that just where you wanted to go? Yeah, that was the plan. The plan was to, you know, play my two years in the junior college and kind of go big from there you know go to a better university and stuff but yet again you know i didn't have that much knowledge about the level of colleges i know that d1's like the highest and all that stuff but i you know i didn't really see any of those opportunities coming for me while i was at the junior college for soccer so i kind of just you know settled for Mobap because i you know i kind of watched them on videos i was like yeah it seemed pretty cool and stuff so i was like all right i'll go there and see you know what happens from there if i could make any soccer progress from there so,
0: yeah. Okay. So, when you're not playing football, do you like to still play soccer? Or did did you like to still play soccer?
1: Actually, no. Since I've started playing football, I haven't played soccer, really. Um, One of the reasons was I had some knee problems. So, I kind of limit the amount of work I put on my body. However, before that, I was doing both sports. But since lately, I haven't really done any soccer soccer work at all because uh, I tried the other day after practice because you know (laughs) soccer I tried after soccer practice after soccer practice when football came out that's when I came out so there were soccer balls I was juggling and all that stuff but when I line up to kick a soccer ball I keep lining myself up like a field goal kicker and I kind of realized that you know that kind of the whole field goal thing and football thing kind of switched me over completely to where like I don't even remember how I'm supposed to like approach a soccer ball to kick it. And that was kind of interesting to me. I could still kick it hard and kick it long and all that stuff. But like, it just kind of switched me up to where I'm trying to kick it like a field goal, you know?
0: Yeah. I feel you. I've, I go to a really small high school. There's probably like 90 ish kids in each grade K through 12. So everybody does everything. And I've played soccer and football together for four years. And that's, that's a lot of work. So I couldn't imagine trying to do that at the college level. (laughs)
1: It was kind of it's kind of weird. I mean, and and and, and, and uh, that's one of the things that I I faced when I when I first started. You know, I always kicked the football like soccer balls. Mm-hmm. You know, I kick it hard. I kick it really hard and all that stuff. But like, it 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 was funny to me that it didn't really, I didn't really struggle to learn how to kick it, which was kind of weird to me. But not that weird because I've I you know I was always able to kick soccer balls real good, but. I mean, a football and a soccer ball is a completely different ball. You know what mm-hmm. I, mean? I mean? Yeah. A big difference. But, you know, I was just able to kick the ball right. So mm-hmm. that was kind of weird to me. Yeah, I, I got
0: you. So did – um, once you started to transition to football, did you, like, try to teach yourself how to do it or did your special teams coach just kind of step in and show you how to do it?
1: Um, I mean – At Mobab, we don't have a coach, unfortunately. We don't have a coach. So no one really coaches us
0: Mm.
1: and teaches us how to do anything. So, like, for me, um, my investment was YouTube. I kind of watch all these NFL guys. I watch all of the Colts kicking camps. I watch everything, and I kind of watch how their body, their hips, their swing, and all that stuff. And that's kind of how I watch and learn and just keep, you know, adding it to my stuff and kind of see my progress and all that stuff and, and adjust, you know, I still have not had a official training session with a coach for kicking. I've never been coached to kick a ball. I, I just kick a ball how I can kick it. And based on what I've seen on YouTube from the NFL guys. That's super impressive, man. I I couldn't
0: props to you, man. I've, I've been, I decided I wanted to kick, um, seriously in like the summer of me going into my junior year. And that's when I took it seriously and got all the coaching I could get, but I couldn't imagine, you know, you're kicking these insane distances and doing it all on your own. So I guess that's pretty rewarding, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the things, you know, the coaches always commended me for, you know, they're, you you know, they're like, man, the potential you have, it's, you know, it's kind of scary because I mean, you don't know anything, but the things you do with no knowledge is, you know, it's weird.
0: So, yeah, definitely. That is crazy for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, did you learn to, like, punt and kick off and everything on your own, too? Like, you're all just 100% self-taught?
1: Oh, yeah, 100% self-taught. Um, Field goal is where I started, and that's what I started on last year, and that's what I did last year. This year, while in summer, I was, you know, I looked at punting, and I was like, I told, and even till this day, I'm sure of this, but I told them that if I learn properly how to punt, I will be way, way, way better at punting than kicking. Like I could guarantee it. You know, um, I still haven't learned it fully, but I, I, you know, I do pretty good with it in terms of like I might not get that perfect spirals a lot of time on punts, but I get them long. It's like long mm-hmm. punts. You know, um. And all that's from YouTube videos. I kind of watched how the guys drop the balls, watch how they hit it, and all that stuff for kickoffs. It was the same thing. Kickoffs was a little bit easier for me because you know, it 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 it. I guess it's just about kicking the ball the, out of the end zone if you can, mm-hmm. and just kick as deep as you can. So that kicking off it was like the more easier part for me personally because you know all I got to do is just kind of boot it down there. Yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I think punting – I I think it's crazy you learn how to punt on your own and you even got something like – I saw, I think – I couldn't remember if it was this year or last year, but you had four punts over 50 yards. Yeah. That that was – that's crazy. Like, I'm – punting is, I think, infinitely harder than field goals because you'd – like, there's so many – like, you have to – there's so many moving parts, you know? Right. Yeah, so I think that's definitely not, – nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> so um so did, did it um get any different for you when you went from just like kicking with sticks to kicking with a holder and snapper did that really change much for you or did you just try to like you know just do your thing
1: um for me personally uh no i don't think it i don't think it really changes anything for me realistically um I mean, to to think about it, you could say, well, the hold, the hold could be different as in like the ball might not be as perfectly set as it would be with the sticks. You know what I mean? So you, you kind of have to deal with different situations of kicking the ball as in the lace could be at you. The lace could be there. The lace could be here. The ball might not be bent towards you. It could be bent there. It could be, you know, there's a lot of different factors when it comes on to that, but I don't feel like it's much different, but in terms of, there's there's a few things that you could say can affect your kicking, and I've had that before. When it comes down to a hold, is you kick, you're gonna kick a field goal. And, you know, you approach it, the the holder holds it, put it down, the lace pointing towards you. Your brain automatically points it out. Like I don't know if every, it happens for every kicker, but for me, my brain automatically points it out. Or the hold's bad, my brain automatically points it out. Not that I'm gonna reduce how I hit the ball or anything, but like. You know, a lot of times they throw off a lot of kickers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, it, it's, there's not much difference in it for me when it comes on to the sticks and um, a holder, I would say, for me.
0: So did your holder and snapper just, like, kind of learn the same way you did on how to or snap, or do you know how they went about um no. trying to get that down?
1: No, they're all fo- they're all football players. I, I'm i the only one on the team that was oh, the yeah. Right, right, right. I'm like the new guy, you know, there was games playing and I was clueless, you know, I don't know what's going on and, you know, what's going on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of still that way. I just, I pay attention when I got to do my job and, you know, when people (laughs) jeer, I guess, I mean, something good happened.
1: (laughs) Right. It's the same. Yeah, I really don't know what's going on most of the times. Now I kind of get some knowledge because I keep watching videos and I watch NFL games, you Mm. know, and, you know, I'll know what's going on in the game now somewhat, not fully yet, but you know, I'm way yeah. better than you're getting there. Yeah.
0: Uh, what do you think in your um, like coaching yourself, you've been doing, what's the most like, I guess, valuable tip you would have for someone that's trying to go out and learn how to kick on their own. Um.
1: Well, I would say is um, it's key to have confidence it's very important when it comes on to kicking. And for me, I feel like bef- I did. So I watch videos and yet again, I did one steps more. I used to do a lot of one steps in nets and stuff. And I would recommend this for any kicker because the more one steps you do, especially from field goal ranges, it improves your ability to hit the ball further. So what I usually do is do a lot of one steps, you know, different yardage, 30, 40, the more you do that, when you do a three-step, your body and your brain automatically thinks that you could easily hit way past this range because you just one-stepped it. So I feel like when it comes on to the kicking, it was it's always mental. It's not that physical. And that's what I tell a lot of kickers I've run into and stuff, you know. Don't think that, oh, I might not have the leg. I don't think it's the fact that you don't have the leg. I just think it's the fact that your your brain automatically tells your body that, hey. I am not capable of kicking from this long. So that's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I remember with my experience when I kicked the 80-yard field goal. So when I went out there before, before before I even kicked the 80-yard field goal, I've stand and look from like 70s when I was new to the sport, look from 70 yards and I'm like, dude, there's no way somebody makes a field goal from this long. That's what my brain says. And I look at it, I'm like, nope, that's not possible. And then another day I went out there and I look at it and I'm like, Man, I could actually make this. And I tried it and made it. And it was the same thing for 80. I walked out on the field. Before I made 80, I would never think that I could kick from that far. Impossible. And then I walked out there one day. There was nice little wind. And I stood from the the 30 on the other side. And I looked down there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to kick a field goal from this distance today. So it's all about mental. You know, it's like, it's, it's all about, it's mental. If you have the thought that, hey, I could beat this level of me then you're going to, you know, you're going to do better. But yet again, it's always key to do a lot of one steps and improve that contact. And then you start working on them three steps more.
0: Yeah. I I ain't go, I'm not going to lie. I was literally scrolling through Instagram and your video of you no stepping at 55 popped up. And I was like, man, I got to talk to this dude and see what he's got going on. Because that's just my record long, like with full steps, full go. I didn't have a wind or anything, but my record long is 55. So that was just insane to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, yet again, it just comes down to, you know, it really comes down to just the mental, you know, um, before that I'm sure I never thought I would no step from that long, you know? And I I told myself, I'm like, I'm a no step 60, you know? Mm -hmm. And I tried, I tried it and I was maybe what, like, maybe like two, three yards short. So it's, it, it's all about challenging yourself you know it's all mental if if you have the confidence and believe that you could hit it you're going to hit it and that's what i think that's what i've learned so far with with kicking field goals mm-hmm.
0: yeah that that that's some i uh, still not struggle with but it's something that's not automatic for me quite yet. like when i hit a bad punt normally i have it takes me a minute to you know, try to move on in the next one, and not quite automatic for me yet. But I, I definitely agree. That's really, really great advice. Yeah, absolutely. So I saw. I think it was this past season. You won. Was it two or three special teams player of the week for your conference?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I won um two, two, two this year. Oh, this year. Okay, yeah. So one.
0: Hmm. So do you think when you are uh, competing, do you compete against yourself or do you like put yourself up with the best in your conference and try to, you know, be the best out of them? Or what What sort of measuring stick do you use for
1: yourself? I usually just myself, you know, I never, I, I try not to worry about like what the other guy's doing, what the other team's doing, what the other kickers on that team doing, you know, because I feel like if If you compete with others, then you're not gonna really get better you know what I mean because you're you, in your head your goal is to outdo this person, which is not good for you the goal should always be to outdo you you know what I mean because you're the real challenge you're 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 able to be the best you can be and be the best you want to be you know so I feel like you're not gonna get to the top by by competing with the other guy that you're going to play next week because he has better stats on you or whatever you know i just kind of stay in my lane stay positive and just kind of just focus on beating the last week me you know what i mean that's what i always try to do you know i i set goals i try to say well let me try to be perfect this game let me just get the job done and do what i need to do when i get called upon so i you know i usually never worry about who's the best or who's not, you know, because everyone has their, you know, everyone's blessed with their abilities and that's something you can never take away from them, you know? So it's just all about being grateful with what you have and just use it, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. So um, I guess going back a little bit, did you have to like win a kicking spot on your football team or anything? Or did, was your team just like needing a kicker? And so that like field fueled your, uh, opportunity a little bit more. Yeah, so I feel like
1: they were at after a while they were needing one because because when I just came in there was a kicker, you know, there was a kicker, field goal kicker and everything. He did all that. But I came in and they tossed me on kickoffs. So I was doing kick the first game, official game I played, I was doing kickoffs. He was doing field goals. But you know he was he met he messed up all these field goals and all that stuff. I would did I did kickoff and I did pretty good. So the next game, it was you know it was all up to me because they were like, "Hey, can you kick field goals? Practice how to kick field goals and whatever." And that's where it kind of started for me kicking field goals, and it just went from there. And and surprisingly, I won a, I won Player of the Week in that season, which was pretty surprising to me because I mean I don't know what I'm doing, you know, I won Player of right. the Week, <laughs> and, and and even got interviewed by 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 a, a TV TV station and stuff like that, a local TV station from St. Louis and all that stuff. So that was pretty that was a wild year for somebody who doesn't, you know, doesn't know what's going on. And it was, and it's the same thing this year. This year, you know, the coaches told me there's a few NFL teams looking at me this year and all that stuff. I mean, all that stuff's kind of crazy to me because I I, I, I just started doing the sport. You know what I mean? I just started doing the sport and I still don't know what I'm doing. And the ability to to, to get looks from from the, the highest level of the sport is impressive. You know, even if I don't get it, Call or anything that don't matter, just, that's a big accomplishment to just get looks from them. That means you're capable of doing something that people at that level is doing. So, you know, that's a big accomplishment,
0: absolutely. That's that's crazy, man. Congratulations on that! That's that's insane. Thank you. Yeah, so what is a like, well, well so what does a practice look like for you?
1: Um, so since I kind of you know, I kind of struggled with, with my left knee injury. I, I, I you know, I limit how much I kick, but, I you know, I kick a, a bunch of balls. And, but it depends on the day. When it gets closer to game days, you know, I kind of step it up a little bit. When it just starts Monday, you know, I kind of keep it normal. Like, this just depends on how I feel. Some days I'll, you know, if I feel really good, I'll go long range. It's 60, 65, 70. It just depends. But I usually just keep it normal most practices and just, you know, just – Try to make, ensure that you're on that track where you like, you know, like, oh, I made this out of this. That's pretty good. You know, and you just kind of keep it there. You just try to maintain that the whole week, you know, and and I mean, of course, it's not going to go the best way a lot of times because some days, you know, some days you're going to be off. Some practice you're off even. I've had off days even before games and the game day. I came out perfect. So you know it's mental, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's not going to be perfect every day. A weird thing for me though, weird confession for me is I, I'm nervous in practice and I'm never nervous in games. I don't know why it's like that, but for me, I, I, my only nervous times kicking is in practice. I get so nervous. I don't know why, but in games I'm never nervous. Not once. (laughs) And I don't know why.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's a great problem to have. You know, I'd love to have that. I'm, normally pretty chill in practice and games, I start to freak out a little bit, but <laughs> so is your practice kind of like you just like take a bunch of balls and go find some goalposts to
1: kick at? Yeah, yeah. Well well from I see other the other kickers, they usually kick at like kick from the sides and try to hit the posts and all the poles and all that stuff. I I try not to do all that because what I do is always kick at the field goal itself because at the end of the day i'm not going to kick at poles in the game i know that it, it helps with accuracy and all that stuff but realistically you're not going to kick at the poles thing in the game you're kicking at both betweens you're trying to kick between them so what i i do is kick between that every time so my brain register that and that's like something your body automatically wants to do versus you know you kind of train yourself to kick from the sides or kick from that so i try to avoid that I try to just always maintain kicking at the uprights itself. Yeah, I've never thought about it like that actually, but that that is a really good point. Oh yeah, I think it's a smart way to go about you know getting best as you can at mm. it. Yeah. It's key thing: kicking at something you're gonna do every time. Get you gotta your body gotta get so used to it that it becomes automatic. You know, it becomes normal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, obviously, you said you're kicking your insane distance is mental, but, I mean, you got, you've got you got pretty big legs. So how, how do you think you um, develop such strong legs?
1: Um, yeah, I think for me personally, I wouldn't say it's natural. I, I would just say it's just a blessing from God because uh, I've never really done anything special for my legs. And from high school, I was in high school, I was kicking soccer balls from end to end. And I never even did gym before that. So I feel like it was just something I was naturally gifted with. You know, and I didn't really, I did gym, gym while after some point in high school and all that stuff, we did gym, we did sands, all that running and all that stuff. But I don't think it came from none of that because I was kicking far away before those. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably just natural. So when you when you came over from Jamaica
0: to the United States, what was the biggest like culture shock you experienced?
1: Um. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of different like. I mean, it, when I came, people people are different. Yeah, it's not the same as you know people you how you communicate back home and all that stuff. A little different parties, are different. You know, talking to people were different and all that stuff but it wasn't that shocking to me but it's a few things were shocking when it comes on to like communicating with people and stuff like that but yeah I, I had I happened to run into a good bunch of people that I that I was team with both soccer and all that stuff and they were all cool people and we kind of maintained good relationship and all that stuff so it wasn't really that much different for me really mm-hmm. but it definitely wasn't the same as where I'm from.
0: I think it was interesting you came over here from Jamaica to play soccer, too, because I feel like even at the highest level of college soccer, all these rosters are full with um, foreign people that have come in to play. And so I think it's kind of interesting you were part of that process,
1: too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah most people are just shocked that I'm in St. Louis because they're like, well, out of every country, like out of every state you're from Jamaica, you're randomly in Missouri. Don't make sense. They're like, man, Missouri is miles away from Jamaica. Like, you know, if you were like in New York or something like that, then that would be a little bit more normal. But St. Louis, Missouri, that's just way out of, out of thought, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: So I got, I got to ask, do you, what's the gear like at, uh, Missouri Baptist, you get a lot of, you get hooked up with um, being on the football team, or is it
1: like? I mean, so, so, so since I'm a little new to football, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, so at D1 level, what's provided though? Cause I'm, I mean, where I am, we get, you know, we get our helmets, we get gold, we get all that stuff. You can get socks if you need socks. We get um, eh, like travel gears training gears and stuff like that but you don't get like cleats and all that stuff i don't know if they had a d1s where i'm from in high school soccer we get cleats from the t- school and all that stuff but i don't i don't they don't do that here yeah
0: i, I don't really know i was just trying to gauge because i was curious i have a couple friends who kick at d1 schools and they get like oh my gosh they're they have to get so much stuff they don't know what to do with it so i was just curious with the discrepancy between like um like division one and, and AI and that kind of thing was.
1: Yeah, we definitely don't get. They absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> but we we get a few things, but definitely not even as close to what d ones, the ones getting for sure. Oh, yeah. So if you could,
0: if you could go back and do it all again, do you think you would start trying to kick a lot sooner, or do you think you would have like
1: just? stayed stayed on the same path you are as there. Um I would absolutely uh, because I was, you know, I was always able to kick kick good when I was young. So I feel like if I knew this and came to the US from high school for kicking footballs and went to a junior college or something, I'd probably be at a good D one school right now kicking. You know what I mean? So I feel like what killed me the most was, you know, I started kicking late. But it's not too late, but I started kicking late in my in my sc- college career, I would say. But yeah, I would definitely, if I go back, I would definitely kick, kick earlier.
0: So what do you think your future plans are? Are you going to, like, really try to make kicking work out, or
1: do you have, like, a career you want to pursue? I mean, originally, I want to be a nurse, but I'm definitely, you know, if this kicking thing could work out, you know, because, you know, I've. A lot of people think that I have a good shot, and you know, opportunities come now and then, you know. And I mean, it, it, yet again, if you if you're getting looks from from professional coaches, I mean, there's there's that's more than enough motivation to keep doing what you're doing because it's clearly getting about to get you to the highest level, or not. And I mean, I don't have to be at the highest level. I just you know just try to accomplish what I can doing it. So. I think I'll still, you know, still push football and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, certainly. So do you think that'll be something where like you just have like your degree in your back pocket and you're really just like tirelessly pursuing, pursuing football? Or do you think you'll probably go after it for like maybe a couple of years and then go try to start your career? What
1: do you think? Yeah, I think it's I think it's more about having that um degree in the back pocket, I think because um, I mean at the end of the day football' is, it's, I'm a clear example right now you know you could you could be good but I mean if you if you get hurt a certain way that could be it for your career and yet again you need something to bounce back on so if you have a degree then you know that definitely gonna do a lot for you versus just chasing the sports dream without thinking about well what if I don't get this dream what what can I rely on academically to? get a good job and kind of, you know, live a good life. So I feel yeah. like the three in my back pocket is definitely the the route mm-hmm. I'm going with. But I'm excited to see where football takes me, you know. So far it's been wild. So I'm excited to see
0: where it goes. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm I'll, I'll be watching too. I'm, a, I'm I'm pretty excited for you. Sure. So um You're
1: a... Are you a senior this year? So, that's what I thought based on <laughs> my years of soccer and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought I was supposed to be, but I spoke with my coach. You know, I kind of went in his office and we had a discussion and he said, well, he pulled up his the stuff, my eligibility and all that stuff, and he says, well, you, technic- you have two more years you could kick in college football. So, that was kind of shocking to me, but, you know, that's what he said, so... I don't know where we go from here, but since I have two more years, you know, I will try to see what could, what could happen. You know, I don't know if I'll stay in college football or I'll get something after this year, or I don't know. I don't even know what's going on, but since I have two more years of kicking, I'll probably, you know, use it up if I can.
0: Yeah. Cause I was, I was, when I was researching your accolades and such, I saw you were a senior and I really felt bad because of your MCL injury, but that's good to hear you at least get, we'll get a couple more years. Right. So do you think, I know you said you don't really know where it's going to take you, but do you ever have aspirations of maybe transferring up to a D1 school or do you, um, think you'd like to stay in Missouri?
1: Yeah, absolutely. To a D1, um, you know, I've had a, I've had a bunch of, a bunch of them reach out to me on on Twitter. I have a lot of different D1s that reach out that, um, gambling state or something like that. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I had the old miss old miss or whatever special team coach reach out oh, to me
0: That's sweet dude. That's SEC school. That's big time.
1: Yeah. I've had um Temple. I've had um Jacksonville State not, not not Jacksonville State Gamecocks or something like that.
0: Yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. Jack I know Jacksonville State. A guy a, a guy like in uh high school like Kind of close to mine. Went there a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, and I have like a huge number of, um, um, D three, D two, um, schools. A lot of them, you know, a ton of them. Twitter, but you know, I just haven't really decided what I want to do yet. Because I mean, I I told my friend, you know, I'd I'd love to get a a piece of like the big D one football level, like. See where all them, like, them Tennessees and Alabama. I, w- I would love to play in those type of uh, environments, you know, those type of games mm-hmm. and get that experience. So, you know, I'm just watching to see what comes by, you know.
0: Yeah, so do you think that kind of – did all that kind of happen at once or did it slowly over time as – the like, do you think that stemmed from you posting videos on Twitter of you kicking ADR field goals or do you think – just kind of doing your thing that's what um
1: that resulted from that it really stemmed from posting the videos because i was i'd, I'd usually just post my videos on instagram but mm-hmm. one of my said to me hey bro you should you should download twitter because if you post your clips on twitter you're gonna get a lot of schools bro and i i was like okay i don't know twitter because i didn't even know twitter yet again i didn't know twitter was all for that right it, that's where I kind of started posting videos. And over time it just it just gets you know it just gets out of hand when it comes on to schools, and coaches, and all that stuff. You know, I just kind of just keep putting them out there. Cause I feel like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's not just coaches um, seeing it or well not saying it's coaches, but it's not just college coaches. I'm sure a lot of professional coaches probably see some Twitters and all that stuff, you know. They might not react or say anything, but you know, I feel like it's it's a good platform to, to put, put all your clips out there now, which I which is what I realized, you know, because you helped me a lot when it comes on to getting opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. So if you were given the option between
0: taking, like, a preferred walk-on spot at Alabama versus, like, a full, scholar, full ride scholarship to another D1 school, what one do you think
1: you would lean towards? I think I'd rather take instead of the walk-on. Mm-hmm because I feel like I mean I mean I'm foreign you know all the expenses and all that stuff ain't going to go fun for me anyway because mm-hmm. what Temple wanted Temple wanted me to be a, a preferred walk-on or something like that also Howard University wanted me to be a preferred walk-on or something like that but I, you know I'm just not going to do all that so I kind of just leave it alone
0: mm-hmm. yeah I yeah I understand that I'm, I'm hunting for colleges right now and I'm le. I like. I'm getting. Uh. I'm not quite consistent enough. I got a. I have a big leg, but I don't think I'm quite consistent enough for D one at least right now. So, I'm trying to work towards at least like a partial scholarship offer to, you know, an NAI or a D two mm-hmm. because D threes can't give out that academic money. So,
1: right. I feel you. Yeah, I feel like I'm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you and I feel like you, you might you, you say, Well, you, you know, you're not consistent enough for that level. But I feel like if you get to that level, you'll raise the bar naturally because you don't have a choice, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. even if even if say you think that about yourself, but yet you get an offer for Alabama. You went to Alabama, all them good kickers there, you're gonna be a good kicker as well because that you're in that environment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice body's gonna just do that for you as well you know you just get up there you just get to that level as, as all of them
0: so then sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you
1: no you didn't interrupt me
0: oh okay so do you think so then do you gather some of your confidence from the environment you're in or is it all like within
1: your abilities or your confidence in your actual abilities i would say within my abilities because during this season not much people was in my favor there was the other kids starting because I was injured yet again with my knee and I couldn't really play so it was all about him and all that stuff you know but it really came back down to me and I had to just because even this season I played it injured because I still have a knee injury so I had to you know take pain pills and play um and still end up doing it doing all what I did but all my confidence I just get it from within I feel like you know I, I I'm a I pray a lot, you know, I say a lot of prayers for games and, you know, just try to breathe and relax. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I I really don't spark from people hyping me up or people saying, well, this, that, this, that, I kind of just try to stay positive positive, believe in myself and just kind of be my own hype man, you know, in myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: That's great to hear. Well, I think we're about out of time. Thank you again to Odane to sitting down with me tonight and talking about kicking, and he's has one of the most interesting journeys I've had the pleasure of um, listening to thus far, and uh, I really, I hope he heals up well. Brother, I'm praying for you. I'll be keeping an eye out. All you guys listening need to remember the name Odane Reed. He's going to be making some big noise here in a couple of years. So um, some advice I'm going to give this week is don't be a Kentucky fan, honestly, you know, it's it's a hard thing to do, and it's not for the faint of heart. But I'm gonna stick around. I'm still gonna be uh, cats by ninety. So, yep. Just you know, if you can find another team, you know, I invite you to. But you know, if you already are, you know, welcome to i um, welcome to the sinking ship. I'm right there with you. So, yep. Uh, everybody have a good rest of your week and take care. Brush your hair.